Welcome to episode 102, which is a girl take the lead soundbite. A soundbite is a short episode that may be a bit more about a topic we've covered, like our episode today, or quick inspiration. Today's episode builds on episode 101, where we discuss the book Speaking While Female with Donna Rubin, which was an anthology of women's speeches showcasing women speakers across time and around the world from antiquity to the present. As Donna said to us in our episode and on our website, historically women have not been silent, but their words have scarcely been noted in the history books. What they said was seldom valued, recorded, or remembered. Every woman and girl should be able to see what a powerful female speaker looks like, read her words, and hear what she sounds like. We're shining a spotlight on overlooked women. We're busting the myth of women's silences because women's words matter. Oh, so juicy. (laughs) I love the way she said that. Since we didn't get a chance to read some of the excerpts from Donna's book and really look at some of those speeches, I thought it would be good to do so here. So I've just taken parts of them. And the first one is from Nanya Hay, who was also known as Nancy Ward when she married an Irish trader. Nanya Hay was a Cherokee leader who tried to keep her people safe during and after the American Revolution. She advocated for peaceful coexistence with European Americans and late in life spoke out for Cherokee retention of tribal hunting land. She addressed the American commissioners at a peace treaty meeting in Tennessee in 1781 with this quote, We did never concern in the former treaty, which has been broken, but we do in this, and on our account, who are your mothers? Let it never be broken. You know women are always looked upon as nothing, but we are your mothers. You are our sons. Our cry is all for peace. Let it continue because we are your mothers. This peace must last forever. Let your women's sons be ours. Let our sons be yours. Let your women hear our words. Another one that I'd like to share with you is from Anna Julia Cooper, who was an American author, educator, sociologist, speaker, black libertarian activist, and one of the most prominent African-American scholars in U.S. history. She was the fourth African-American woman to receive a Ph.D., She delivered the following at the World's Congress of Representative Women in Chicago on May 18, 1893. The colored woman feels that woman's cause is one and universal, and that not until the image of God, whether in Parian 
or ebony, is sacred and invaluable, not till race, color, sex, and condition are seen as the accidents and not the substance of life. Not till the universal title of humanity to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is conceded to be inalienable to all. Not till then is woman's lesson taught and woman's cause won. Not the white woman's, not the black woman's, not the red woman's, but the cause of every man and of every woman who has withered silently under a mighty wrong. Women's wrongs are thus indissolubly linked with undefeated woe and the acquirement of her rights will mean the final triumph of all right over might, the supremacy of the moral forces of reason and justice and love in the government of the nations of earth. Here's another one. Frances Ellen Watkins Harper was an American abolitionist, a suffragette, poet, temperance activist, teacher, public speaker, and writer. In 1845, she was one of the first African-American women to be published in the U.S. In May 1866, she addressed the 11th National Women's Rights Convention in New York joining Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Susan B. Anthony, and Lucretia Mott. Here is her famous quote taken from her speech. We are all bound up together in one great bundle of humanity, and society cannot trample on the weakest and feeblest of its members without receiving the curse in its own soul. And lastly, Elizabeth Cady Stanton was an American writer and activist who was a leader of the women's rights movement. She said the following on January 18, 1892, before a committee of the U.S. Congress. She was 77 years of age when she gave it. To appreciate the importance of fitting every human soul for independent action, think for a moment of the immeasurable solitude of self. We come into the world alone, unlike all who have gone before us. We leave it alone under circumstances peculiar to ourselves. No mortal ever has been no mortal ever will be like the soul just launched on the sea of life. There can never again be such environments as make up the infancy, youth, and manhood of this one. Nature never repeats herself, and the possibilities of one human soul will never be found in another. No one has ever found two blades of ribbon grass alike, and no one will find two human beings alike. Seeing, then, 
what must be the infinite diversity in human character, we can in a measure appreciate the loss to a nation when any large class of people is uneducated and unrepresented in the government. And on that note, my dear friends, we'll end today's episode. Aren't these words amazing? I'll have a link to the speech archive where you can find the full text of these speeches and Donna Rubin's book on Amazon. Next week, Maria Marukian will join us to talk about diversity, inclusion, and equity. And I hope you'll join us for that. Thank you for being here. Please join us at our Girl Take the Lead Facebook group. Visit our girltakethelead.pod.com website or check out our new Girl Take the Lead YouTube soundbite videos. Thanks for being here. Talk to you soon. Bye.